This is Hawaii Rising, a podcast from the Hawaii People's Fund. I'm Suyuno Amos. I'm Kenji Cataldo. Our guests today are Kuule Keakealani and Monica Fraser, the Cultural Director and Interim Executive Director of Hui Aloha Kiholo. Hui Aloha Kiholo is a nonprofit organization whose mission is to protect, perpetuate, and enhance the cultural and natural landscape of the Kiholo Bay Area through collaborative management and active community stewardship. They work closely with the Division of State Parks through a curatorship agreement to steward the Kiholo State Park Reserve. We met with Auntie Kuule and Monica at Kiholo last November, looking out over the black sands and listening to the ocean waves as they shared the story of this place. Yeah, mahalo for that, Oli. Um, so we're sitting here with uh, Monica and Antikuule of Hui Aloha Kiholo. And could you both just introduce yourselves? and tell us a little bit about Hui Aloha Kiholo. Sure. Aloha, everybody. My name is Monica Frazier. I'm currently serving as the executive director of Hui Aloha Kiholo. Aloha pumehana kako. I'm Kuule Keakealani. And my role or my function, perhaps, um, is, is certainly one that I hold much honor and privilege in being able to say that I, along with another wonderful Wahine Auntie Jenny Mitchell, created Hui Aloha Kiholo. Uh, we are the founders of this wonderful, lovely, special organization that cares for a special and wonderful place. Right in our name, Hui Aloha Kiholo. We are the stewards that care for and tend to this lovely space of Kiholo, belonging to the Ahupua'a of Pu'uwa'awa. Mahalo for that introduction. Could you uh, just tell us a little bit about Kiholo, about this place? Uh, a good place to start might be talking a little bit more about Kiholo Kupayanaha. There's some, it's a great introduction to place, a mele that Auntie Kuule wrote for Kiholo. Would you like to speak Lovely. A bit about yeah, that? I think that is a good idea. It um, hopefully 
the intention of composing that melee for me was really to elevate place names. Names that um, in those lines, right, it says lana e kamanao, that my, my thoughts rise and they float to this place and space of um, familiar words, place names that made this very bay, this coastal section of Kiholo famous from a time far beyond me, far before me, when uh, successive generations of people I descend from were here. And I sat when I composed this melody to think about the, the time or the, the moment these places were named. And if I could perhaps even imagine what Kupuna were thinking about or what they saw and that perhaps in my mind, I thought, am I looking at the same places? And for some, it was pretty clear and evident that I was. For some, I knew it was absolutely different. In one of the lines, it was gonna call out a fish pond, Wainanali'i. Today, I look upon a Pahoehoe flat. Acres that we know Wainanali'i fish pond once was, is now today what my eyes view is a large Pahoehoe plain of lovely, so I know it is not, my eyes did not and do not look upon what kupuna were looking upon at that particular time. Nevertheless, it doesn't change the relationship to place. It doesn't change that um, relation at all. And so I wanted to, in all of the lines, I wanted to raise and elevate these places, place names, and... Um, that all belong to Kiholo. And these were some of the things that I thought of or the initial thoughts that come, came when I thought about Kiholo and what makes this place famous. Why did, again, people we descend from, why did the Ali'i, why were they drawn here? Why were Kupuna drawn to this beautiful landscape, seascape of Kiholo? And so those places, it was a place to make salt it was a place of, right, and salt that Pa'akai being the lifeline, um, not just food preservation, but medicine and in ceremony. And so the salt of Kiholo, uh, I, I wanted to certainly make sure that that was put in. And then Luahinevai, a famed bathing pool, Wainanali'i, the fish pond, um, and yeah, kind of bookend on either end by Wainanali'i, Luahinevai, salt workings, and then really to call for the Vaiola o Kiholo, that Kiholo is a place, it's right in its name, where it is um, a place of lots and lots and lots of vai, fresh water that really makes up a large part of Kiholo and her vai vai, the, the momona, of Kiholo is this vai, the fresh water, and then elevated to be that mixture, that vaikai of kane, kanaloa, and so and amplified places of mana here at Kiholo. So that I believe is, is certainly the intention behind the mele, and in it, right, it is to give some of the, these historical, what we view out there is, um, that lava flow that came down and covered the fish pond of Wainanali'i and the village of Wainanali'i out there on the south, uh, sorry, north end of Kiholo. But uh, 
and, and that too is to note these times in history of certain things that did happen like that. 1859, lava flow comes down from Mauna Loa, covers the once um, extremely productive fish ponds of Kamehameha the first called Wainanali. Nevertheless, that was a, a good idea and a good place to start about some, some of the special and beautiful things about Kiholo. Yeah, and maybe for, for folks who aren't on, on Hawaii Island, um, where Kiholo is located on the west side, um, we're in the district of North Kona, and I think one of the really significant things in that mele Kiholo Kupayonaha that Antikule mentioned was all of these sources of vai that are in this area. So Kiholo is located in the district of North Kona, and it's also located in this region of Kona that's called Kekahawai Oleona Kona, which is the, the waterless lands of Kona. Um, and like Antikule said, Kiholo is not, um, although we're in this region, Kiholo is blessed with a lot of vai in this area. So being able to name those places is really significant. Um, and Antikule mentioned we're in the Ahupua'a of Pu'uva'ava'a. And the Kiholo State Park Reserve actually also extends north to the Ahupua'a of Pu'uanahulu as well. Um, so just to give some folks a little orientation as to where we're sitting here now in this Halehua'aina down at Kiholo. And um, Antikule, could you share the story about how you began Hui Aloha Kiholo? Sure, so of course not alone, right? I, my, uh, the woman that was seated at my side, we were actually right in front here on those rock stairs right in the front of this Halehua Aina. And although it was a time, and yeah, truthfully, it was kind of a time of, I don't know about true despair, but we were just feeling so, uh, defeated maybe, deflated, some of those words where we just kept saying, what can we do? What do we do? Is there anything we can do to care for this place? Because Kiholo had really become, uh, and I say this only because it did reach my ears at one point that Kiholo was known or was, had at one point become known as the wild, wild west in as much as folks were, were occupying this space and having large, massive beach parties with multiple, again, large bonfires. I'm not sure. So, and I don't know if it's an exaggeration, but I had heard at one point that there was um, more than a dozen like bonfires just lining the whole beach and it was what I guess they had called ragers, that they would have ragers here and and then there was a, I would say maybe a massive campsite that was set up with a few hundred people who had actually taken up residence. They became to live here. And so we had looked at Auntie Jenny and I sitting on those steps one day, really imagining perhaps the health, the well-being of Kiholo and how it wasn't being cared for. 
It wasn't being respected in the way that Kiholo should be respected, should be cared for. And I think that was the, right, that was kind of the ignition, if you will, or that was our, the kahea, the call that came forward from Kiholo, both Auntie Jenny and I have uh, lineal descendant roots and relation and connection here. And so we really felt that upon our shoulders that this was right for us to do. And um, so we did, we, it really was a, initially, it was really volunteer days. <laughs> we called family and friends and we, we started by picking up trash. If you could imagine, right, folks came and what they came with was left here. They didn't take it with them. Having really no place, no facility to relieve yourself, we were as, as sanitary as we could with gloves and, and other things. We were picking up, you know, the things that people would use when they relieved themselves in the bushes, in the kiave trees. So it was that. Clean her up, clean up Kiholo. This is not a rubbish dump. This is not a, we would, pallets, those bonfires that we were talking about, we would pick up nails. We could sit in a spot and just pick up nails from the burnt pallets, just circles. You would find them lining the beach. Um, so I think that that's what it was, is we had felt compelled and we had to rally around Kiholo. Right, like how some people, right, we're gonna rally around an idea, a purpose, an intention. That's exactly what we did. The idea of returning Kiholo, right, that restoration, and little did we know that in, in this restoration, I think that's a, a heavy duty word, restoration, to restore, to ho'i ho'i ike kulana mua, that sort of action that in, in doing that for place, we were really, in essence, doing it for self. We were doing it for our families, our children, mo'opuna, aunties and uncles, you name it. The kauhale, right? It was to, to also that restoration of the kauhale of Kiholo. And, and that maybe the kauhale didn't only, at this point in this day and age, only refer to the Hua'aina or the lineal descendants of a place or the people who belong to that Ahupua'a, but we were really establishing kind of anu kauhale that did involve larger community. Different folks would, would now be a part, the essential, crucial part of the kauhale. And so I think from, from that day sitting on the stairs till today, there, there are times, Auntie Jenny and I, maybe weekly, we do always try to touch bases, and sometimes not, not just about hui, aloha kiholo, just, how you doing, auntie? <laughs> or I saw you driving by, how's your day? Just a touch point um, to check in with each other, but a lot of the times it is. We, we can't go with one conversation without saying how thankful we are to see how this pukana, the uluwa'e, how hui aloha kiholo has come from the day we sat on there, these stairs to now, and it just, um, we are so, you know that word content? 
when you are content with something that you are so, I don't know, like ma'ana is a word that comes to mind when you have eaten enough and you're satisfied. And at any given point, we look at who we and where we've been, where we're at, where we're going, and there's contentment that we know we have done. And we, not just Auntie and I, it is a larger collective we that has contributed to that ho'i ho'i, ike kula namua, the restoration. I love hearing that story, and I'm not sure that I've heard you, you or Auntie Jenny share that story sitting at Kiholo. Like, I, you know, coming in and being someone who's worked with Hui Aloha Kiholo in the last couple of years, you know, and even today as we're sitting here looking at this this Ili Ili beach in front of us and how beautiful and clean it is. And I don't think I've ever picked up a nail or seen a nail, you know, just, it, I think it's such a powerful story to hear how ohana of place can come together and care for a place, even if, you know, it's a state park. Um, it's really, I think, a, a really interesting part of the story, you know, for other communities who might be might have a wahipana that's really important to them that's being cared for by community or, or by an organization or, or maybe a state agency that, you know, Kiholo is a really interesting story because prior to what, 2002, it, was, it wasn't public access. Yeah, it was a locked gate. So it was a pretty protected area um, until 2002 when the, the land got shifted over to state parks and then the gate got open for public access to this now um, state park reserve that, that Kiholo currently is. You can imagine that, you know, having a, such a protected area that's so beautiful um, in, in this lovely place that it's, you can, from hearing the story, you can see how people are drawn to this area um, for how beautiful it is and how, just how it can support a healthy community, I think. Um, so to be able to sit here today at Kiholo and, and see how well the community and Hui Aloha Kiholo and state parks has cared for the area and hearing some of the stories of, you know, how bad it got when we were at a point when the, our community wasn't caring for it in the way that, um, you know, lineal descendants felt it should be. And for them to come together and organize and work together with the state to get to this point is just, it's really amazing to hear that story sitting here. Um, it's a little different. So true. And I, I feel that way too when you, I, I do love Mo'olelo and Ka'ao stories. And it's something about being able to ha'i Mo'olelo in place. Right, we can tell a story any place. We can be in the walls of a classroom here, or we can go fly to another island or place. But uh, there is something about telling ha'imo'olelo in that place. It's as if you're speaking that mo'olelo to place, of place, in place, about place, and it's magnified. To me, I really truly believe that place hears place knows that, that there's a remembering, that it, it hasn't been forgotten. It is not something tucked maybe in pages of a Hawaiian language newspaper or a resource book that we have much regard for today, but that these stories are alive and well, and they are, we continue to ha'i and speak and tell 
these stories in, in place. So much maybe the same way, I, I don't know, you're right, I don't know that I've maybe spoke, I, we've said that very piece at the beginning of Hui Aloha Kiholo, perhaps many times throughout the years, but to, to be just feet away <laughs> from, from the very spot that we said, we're not exactly sure what we're going to do, we're going to do something. We're not exactly sure how we're going to do it, but we will do it. And all of those declarations came that afternoon as we're sitting here, and so we, we really did. We said, we're not sure how it's going to look. We're not sure how this, this is going to evolve and become and whatnot, but, but there was clear, clear um, desire, intention, all of those things spoken, and I think place, kupuna, divine interventions really did come and were a part of aligning things. So this kauhale that I speak of, Monica's absolutely right, where first and foremost we needed to, because um, this is, right, we kind of look at this as our backyard. This is grandpa's backyard. This is great grandma's backyard. Uh, this is our kau, this is our space. And so to to know that there's others who uh, potentially this is their space as well. It's a shared space, meaning there is state parks. We really need to establish and grow and build a relationship with state parks. Um, others, Kiholo now has um, private land holdings. That's part of the Kauhale, those folks as well. Larger community, right? This is, look at this lovely space. It's going to call to many people. So recreation, that needed to be a part of Kauhale. The people who come to, to Lavaia and to get food, that's a part of the Kauhale. So again, in, in wanting and, and having the, this desire to be as inclusive as we could be. We, uh, you know, it's so broad maybe or general that we said, there's so many stories or so many ways that we can aloha a place. And no story is more or less than or, but you get connection to Kiholo, you get relation to Kiholo, then you part of hui aloha Kiholo. Right, to really have this sense and to grow this sense of um, it really is a kako uh, kuleana. And we're not saying it's us and you or us and them and none of that, <laughs> but rather it's a kako, there's a we, inclusive we. That means you and you and me and her and him and them. Um, it's all of us. And so that kind of collective, collective, Malama is, is I believe where we're, we always knew that we weren't, weren't going to do it. This tuwahine sitting on these steps today, that this was so beyond us too. And we knew that from the beginning, that first we engage our immediate families and our friends, and we just build and create and welcome folks to this kauhale of kiholo. So I believe that in many ways that's how I kind of see and um, I see Hui Aloha Kiholo is a kauhale, multiple hale, with multiple purpose, with, with many folks living in and amongst and within this kauhale village and thriving. 
that we place is thriving, we're thriving, and so in many ways we're there. Hui Aloha Kiholo has progressed to that point and oh, we cannot, you know, those conversations with Auntie Jenny and I are in many ways um, in celebration, in humble celebration, in absolute thanksgiving for all of the folks that come to the Kauhale. And we continue to be in this space of let's invite you in, or let's invite, let's kono, kono. And, and in that, I think that's just, that speaks more to what can be done. If get more of us, more malama can happen in a myriad of ways. Could you share about the process of applying and getting the curatorship agreement? And I'm wondering what role that particular kind of setup has in building the kauhale that you were talking about? Surely, uh, to the best of, of my knowledge, <laughs> you know, it's, um, it's been a while. We are in our third five-year curatorship. So last month, we celebrated 15 years as a Nonprofit. organized, mm -hmm. um, Non like 501c3. A 501c3. Uh, of course, we kind of, was doing work and existed before that, but the formal, if you will, formalizing of Hui Aloha Kiholo really was 15 years ago. But remember when I, I mentioned, like when Auntie Jenny and I sat on these stairs and we were saying, what do we do? How do we do it? What, what, how, who, when, why, all of those things, right? We had, um, we didn't necessarily have answers for the who, the what, the when, the what. We knew the why. The why was always there. <laughs> but the when, the how. And so we, really we, I don't know if the right word is, the right word is like researched it, but we knew right off the bat who were the players in essence that this was a state park, so we had to go to state parks. That, that was one of the, if anything, the key partner, that we're, we would say, let us join forces in a way, but let's we up here, because this place needs to be cared for. So definitely it was a big learning curve for us to, to learn about these things. Well, what is the relation, formal relationship that we could develop? Curatorship, there's a few, right? There's a few um, different status that you could Sign the people. We could be friends of Kiholo, right? Or, uh, but we, looking at the options, then we said this is probably the best for us. Is we would look at the curatorship, and and working with great folks at state parks. I mean, the relationship. I would say that we were able to establish and build. We we call these folks friends. Literally, we are friends. We. Um, co-steward, I look at you as a malama aina, I, you look at me as malama aina, and we're tending to this lovely, lovely space together. So that, again, we continue to learn and evolve, and we still believe that the curatorship was the right fit for Hui in the relation with state parks. So we signed on next five years. We signed on for now our third, fifth year. We're, we're in that time right now. So uh, 
Yeah, but maybe you might want to add to that too, Monica, is the that, that is part of the kauhale, right? That was one of the founding, I think that's foundational. You know, when you look at pillars, there's pillars, right, in any kauhale. And so state parks, hui aloha kiholo, I think two pillars in the foundational, and then, yeah, the foundational pieces of malama'ina for kiholo. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's um, I think that's pretty much covers a lot of it. But I think one thing too, um, you know, when I like read the Kiholo State Park Reserve Master Plan, I think one big acknowledgement that it, that seems that state parks had from the beginning was that they didn't have the capacity to manage this place. Yeah, Kiholo State Park Reserve is 4,000 acres, like farther than what you can see in both directions. That's all the state park reserve. Um, and they had limited staff. I mean, that's why in 2002, I think when it opened up and there, there wasn't anyone down here, like there was no park ranger or interpretive person or anything. Um, that's why it got to a, a state where it was just too much people, too much um, going on down here because they didn't have that capacity and they acknowledged that the, the need for support um, by an organization like Hui Aloha Kiholo. And to this day, they always say that Hui Aloha Kiholo is like our star example of a community coming in and helping state parks to care for, for a place uh, in their backyard. What are you folks looking forward to for the future of Kiholo? Oh my goodness, that's a big one. Um, well, I, would, I think uh, two things come to mind when I think of the future. Um, one of the things is that actually Hawaii People's Fund is helping to support um, a process that we're going through right now that we're calling Palapala Aina. Um, and it's, it's a process that we're going through to, to really dig into some of the initiatives that we have, our programs, and um, you know, kind of see how things are going, look at what we want to be doing over the next five years. Um, so that's that's one of the that's the process we're in, in the middle of right now that we hope to have a, a five-year palapala aina um, by the end of it in this next year, and it comes at a at a really interesting time because um, I think it was just last year or the year before um, we just renewed our curatorship agreement and expanded Hui Aloha Kiholos Kuleana beyond. Um, what you can see here from point to point, from Navaikulua to Kalaiho used to be, Kiholo Bay used to be really the area that uh, Hui Aloha Kiholo was in charge of taking care of. And now in this latest curatorship agreement, we've expanded it to the entire state park. So that's going from about 2,000 acres to over 4,000 acres. Um, so you can imagine that, you know, that expansion in itself um, it's, it's something that we'll take on slowly as far as um, managing all these areas, but um, it's, it's more kuleana. It's extending all the way out into Pu'uanahulu now, so connecting with more communities, uh, more stakeholders, looking at, you know, it's almost like starting from that beginning, like how Hui Aloha Kiholo was started here, and then we had to look at what was going on and, and figure that out. Now we get to have that opportunity and expand out and look more broadly at this landscape. Um, yeah, those are the things, the kind of first things that come to mind when I think of our future. For me, absolutely that. You know, some people, most of us know a strategic plan. We, we looked at that, I'm not sure exactly when, maybe it was this year or last year, when we said, 
Okay, what is a strategic plan? What really is that? What is that all about? What is that for? And so we said, well, you know what? It's kind of like a roadmap, right, for different organizations. And so we said, okay, we're going to, from here on out, we're not going to talk strategic plan. We're going to, and it's not just we're going to rename something with one Hawaiian name, right? It's looking at its function. What does a palapala aina do? It is a roadmap. It helps you get from Puna to Pu'u and Nahulu. And what's your route? How are you going to get there? And so we said, this is feeding, a pala pala aina. This is our process, this is the procedure that it, it's a roadmap for us. Where do we want to get and how are we going to get there? So that's our process that Monica talked about that formerly we had called our strategic plan. Today it is our pala pala aina process that again you folks have um, helped us in funding that, that movement forward. So we see for future, I definitely see fulfillment and arrival. We're going to arrive, right? If you look at a map and it's plotting out how we're going to get here to here and do we have some stops in between, but right, we're just, it's a progression forward to where we want to arrive. So I see arrivals that we are arriving and we're going to arrive and we're going to arrive at all of these, right? Whether it's our two-year plan, one-year plan, five-year plan, and we've set it out in a way where we, we of course, kiholo. And just looking out here, right, to draw this kind of inspiration from the kai space and the, the vow or the zones of the kai. And so our one-year plan, we call it one two-year plan is our aikai. This is where the land meets the ocean. And that's kind of your near, the nearest to us. Kind of, and then we're going to get all the way to Halavai. The Halavai is that the um, horizon out there. And that's long-term kind of planning. That's where we want to get in 15 years or more, <laughs> perhaps. But along the way, right, that there's these, um, from the Aikai, Poinakai, we have Kai Kohola, we have all of these zones in the ocean. And so that's how we kind of set our Palapala Aina, looking at this is, this is our Aikai plan. This is our Poinakai plan. This is uh, in maybe the Kai Papa'u or Kai Heleku zone. Um, but that is definitely what I see is that perhaps visioning a, a va'a that sails out in Pung, we get to, we arrive at the, from the Aikai where we started, we, we go out and we arrive at the Poinakai. We arrive at the, um, Kai Heenalu, we arrive at the Kai Opelu, we arrive at the Kai Kohola, and we eventually arrive at that Halavai. But that's not the end point, right? Not when we reach that Halavai, oh, no more, more ocean to expand upon. And, and oh, here, here's another Huakai that begins then. But so I see in our future arrivals and departures, and arrivals and departures, and how do we evolve forward our malama aina? How do we evolve forward the people building our kauhale even more to, to perhaps these two, our lovely two that's out there, that perhaps there is a time where there's, I don't want to call it departments, <laughs> but that maybe Analu can take on and spearheads an entire section that's all about ankyline pools, lokoi'a. Maybe Kaleo takes on fisheries, cousin lehua. You know what I mean? Just that we can continue to build kauhale. And we, 
employing, if that's right, because that's important. We gotta employ uh, so you can put food and feed your baby and go pay for that ka'a, but that we, we are able to support our community and, and others in such a way where you like come work, we want you to come, and that might be almost the destination. I like go work for Aloha Kiholo. Yes, yes. <laughs> and that's, that's really, I think, part of that envisioning within our palapalaina process that we, we build in Kauhale. And we are able to, I can support myself, my husband, my three daughters. Our sweetheart, her and Hone are are solid and good and we not something like, I gotta go get second job, I gotta go get third job, which is the reality for our, a lot of our ohana, but that we're able to sustain and maintain. So that's part of the future too, right? Although we have aspirations to go helehuakai all over, it's also maintaining what we have and that what we have and what we have built is solid and it's there, there's sustainability in that and that would be the sad day when I gotta go say to them, sweetheart, Maybe we gotta lessen your hours. No, no, no. That's that's pecky hope. That's a regression. No, we're we're wanting to move forward and holomua. So maintaining what we have and what we have built, and and then kind of that venturing out, building certain, building our malama'aina capacity and partnerships and just a vibrant driving kauhale, which we, we have, we're, we're in a beautiful, beautiful kauhale, which again, which is if we haven't already, to say mahalo to you folks, because it all matters. That what you folks are um, assisting us in or supporting us in is you're looking at it, <laughs> you're sitting in it, or you're, uh, you know, you're hearing this lovely kai you're seeing and witnessing and, and besides all of those things I hope you guys are feeling the essence of of Kiholo because that is that was the calling point Kiholo centric. Mahalo for that really beautiful description of your Palapala Aina process and this visioning and it's really exciting to hear about this expanding kuleana that you folks are taking on in the, in the park here. I'm wondering if you could share any ways that people who are listening could, could uh, you know, join in supporting your work or could get involved in what spaces there are for people to do that and the best way for them to, um, to get uh, plugged in. Yeah, that's a really great question. I think a good place to start is always, if you're not here, maybe checking out our website at huialohakiholo.org and there's a lot of great information uh, a lot of great place space information and also great information. I think we have one page that's like, know before you go, because when you come Kiholo, we are talking about that way. There's no like running water, like faucet down here, you know. Um, so I think our, info, our website's a great place for information. And I think coming to Kiholo, if, if you're at Kiholo, 
if you can find one of our hoa aina, that's Analu, Kaleo, Leitin, and Antilehua. Um, if you're, at, you know, if you're down at Kiholo and wondering, you know, how can I help to take care of this place? Those are great guys to go up to and talk story with and ask those kind of questions. I think being in place and learning about place is always, you know, one of the best things that you can do because once you have those mo'olelo and you start to grow love for this place, then you start to, I think, inherently know how you can care for it and you can learn by example. Um, and one of the things that we really want to get going again in this next year after kind of putting a lot of pauses and cancellations throughout COVID, um, we'd really like to get our volunteer days going back and invite people to come down and help clean trails or clean out NKLine pools. Um, and that's something that we'll, we'll keep people posted on on our website. Um, on our website, you can also sign up um, to receive our emails. So those kind of announcements would go out on our emails and on social media media yeah so we really we've been missing our, our volunteers and our community in these past few years and we're really hoping that this will be a great opportunity to welcome everybody back and get to launa with everyone again everybody who loves to come out to kiholo um, and as a nonprofit organization donations and um, you know those kind of in-kind volunteer donation support is really what what we run on um, so being able to come down and volunteer and take a, take a little bit of the load off of our hoa aina's back to help keep this place clean, um, pro providing funding to help us to have hoa aina at Kiholo every day to make sure this place is cared for. I think all of those things are so important and all really vital pieces of the puzzle to, for us to be able to keep this place as beautiful as it is. How do you think Yeah, that's definitely ways. one. And I'm just, my mind is also thinking about, and I don't know that it's non-tangible because we definitely see it, feel it. Even if you speak the name, speak Kiholo's name with a happy thought, with a thought of aloha. If you can lift up a pule for this place, that's a large contribution, because I think uh, Hui was certainly built on plenty pule. So I have no doubt in my mind that should you utter a prayer of thanksgiving, um, and for us to be provided with the things that, that are necessary to care for Kiholo, that would be beautiful and wonderful. And should you be able to come and touch this place and give some of your aloha and some of your mana, yes, we, we wait and look forward to bringing back volunteer days. And should you be able to donate $20 or whatever it might be, right? That's what I mean. It doesn't come down to that dollar that you can give just uh, even if Kiholo puts a smile on your face and we never see it, we never know it. I think Kiholo does. And so all of that great mana and great energies that can be sent to a place, sometimes even by uttering its name with good thoughts and good energy and aloha will move us forward. Yeah. Mahalo for this 
conversation. It's been really special to speak about Kiholo in Kiholo. Did you did you want to close with? Oh, yeah. that's right. We said yes. we're going do our our two mele. Well, uh, heleo mahalo keia ya uko, heleo mahalo keia ya kiholo ke kahi i mea aloha ia pahola noho ike aloha maluna o keia aina ya mako ke kahi uko, Hawaii People's Fund ya mako, hui aloha kiholo, uh, uh, no kapalena pao keia anu ninawele, keia podcast. Ea no maua o manaka me ko maua leo. Aloha nui i ko kako aina, keia aina, na kanaka, ko Hawaii. Ea no. Kuna pūpaa i luna noho na lua vai kai i lalo. Eia iho na mamo haloa, e mai ano hoi ka malulu niu. Elohe i ka ilili nehe, elana i ke kaimalino nei. Eike i ka nania okona, iola ki holo ai na aloha e. Hawaii Rising is a podcast from the Hawaii People's Fund produced by me and me with additional support from Mickey. Our theme music is Revolutionary from the band Ukla the Mock, written and sung by Mickey Hui Hui. A big thank you to our community supporters and to you, our audience, for listening. Ahui ho! Dim spending done you.